0: Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for Christmas Morning, 2016. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor with Rustine at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled "As If a Baby Has Been Born."
1: I am just so impressed that y'all are here. I had braced myself that it would just be our family. Um, but and, and many of you know that by the time we get to this time of year every year, um, I'm about done. We've been having Christmas now for so long at church and trying to come up with different services and different ways to say the same thing. And by the time we get to this point, I'm just like, I don't have another thing to say. And what I really want to do is lie down. Um, <laughs> But as we were sitting there, singing the... And many of you know that I particularly am not fond of it when Christmas falls on Sunday because it messes up my schedule of how we do Christmas. And um, But this morning, for the, I think this is the third time we've been here that, that Christmas has fallen on Sunday. Maybe it's that our children are older and that part's a little bit easier, though the drone thing kind of threw that off. Um, I was sitting there singing the carols and thought, I really can't think of anywhere I'd rather be this morning than here, in this place, at this time. And, um, and I want to thank the Dower family for providing a little comic relief on the front with their pajamas from head to toe. <laughs> so here's the last word I have for this season. It's as if a baby has been born, and we've come to celebrate. And celebrate we should. But it's not just as if a baby has been born, a baby has been born. Once long, long ago a baby was born and we know the story by heart. Wrapped in swollen clothes, laid him in a manger because there was no room in the inn. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be for all people. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill to all. It's as if this particular baby changed the world, and he did. But with the birth of Jesus, we also have come to recognize the sacred possibility that comes with every single life. Tagore put it this way, every time a baby is born, it brings with it the hope that God is not disappointed in humanity. And so we celebrate this day, the birth of the one who came to change the world. That is the good news we need to keep remembering as if a baby was born. And every baby born is a reminder of this good news. Each life full of hope, peace, joy, and love. Each of us full of hope, peace, joy, and love. Each life holding the possibility to follow in the way of Jesus and that Jesus baby He grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and all humanity. And each life-born sense holds all of the possibilities and responsibilities that come with his life. To speak good news to the oppressed, to help the blind to see and the deaf to hear, the lame to walk, to turn the other cheek, to welcome the stranger, to visit the sick, and the imprisoned, to take in the orphan and comfort the grieving. This little baby, he was not so meek and mild and sweet as much as he was a passionate force for justice and goodness and his way can only be measured by how our lives reflect his. His way can only be measured by how our lives reflect his. Or as Meister Eckhart proposed, we are all meant to be mothers of God, for God is always needing to be born. This isn't just some old, old story that we tell about something that happened a long time ago. It's a story that reminds us that God is constantly coming to us, that we are all supposed to be mothers and fathers of God, for God is always needing to be born. It's a story that reminds us that God is constantly coming to us, and if we get stuck in one particular time, as if it only happened a long time ago, we missed the whole point of the whole Christmas story. We tell the old, old story so that it's brand new again in us and through us and with us. LaDain Pulaski shared a poem with me on the first Sunday of Advent after our Sunday school class conversation about what hope really looked like and what hope acted like. And she sent this poem to me in the somewhat frenzied aspects of the season and wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and hope and despair and engaging the powers I keep a supporting image of God coming to us as individuals or stepping into the midst of conflict holding out a swaddled infant to us and saying here hold this for me will you That's Christmas. That phrase has carried me through this Advent season this year, an image of God saying to me, Amy, here, hold this for me, will you? A babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, I was really hoping that Nate Gabriel was going to be here today because I was going to pick him up and hold him for this part of the sermon. So just pretend that I'm holding Nate or Asha or Ellie or any of our new little babies. I really wanted to do that this morning. I, Sarah Grace, I have been a part of raising you. You can hop on my back, but it wouldn't be quite the same. Though interestingly, just thinking of it off the top of my head, Sometimes that is what carrying this image of God is like, it's like this burden on your back (laughs) that you have to carry, not that you would ever be a burden to me. So a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and God gently and tenderly asking me, like any good mother that I visit in the hospital, you want to hold him? What kind of question is that? Of course I want to hold him. I can't wait to get my hands on babies in hospitals, but I never hold unless they offer. And if they do offer, I go straight to the sink and I let them watch me wash my hands because I don't want to contaminate their baby. And then I get that swaddled baby nestled in my arms just the way I held my own two sons so many years ago, and it's like riding a bike. But you don't have to have given birth to know what that is like. Swaddle anybody's baby, nestle him or her in your arms, and hear God say, Here, hold this for me, will you? I find myself gently swaying once I get a baby in my arms, And I have a tendency to pat the baby's bottom and I bounce ever so slightly, just enough to keep things moving without upsetting the apple cart. (laughs) And then there's nothing left to do once you're holding this precious baby but to tend it, full of all the hope. That God is not disappointed in humanity again. That I am needed to help raise this child right. That God needs me to hold this one and nurture him or her into the sacred journey of life. For you see, Christmas still comes to us every single time we remember that God has asked us to hold the swaddled baby that grows up to become a full-grown man who lives his life as one we choose to follow. But holding a swaddled baby will take an attentiveness that is not easily distracted. That's tough. Holding this swaddled baby will take a tenderness That is soft and nurturing and holding this swaddled baby will take an assertiveness that makes sure that the little one is cared for forever. That's what Christmas means. God saying here, hold this for me, will you? Christmas was not a one time event. Christmas keeps coming to us over and over and over again if we have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to love.
2: I hope you
3: heard that powerful word which is a culmination of this as if series, as if a child had been born. A child has been born. In the heart of Christian faith is this theory, this theology of incarnation, that in Christ God was reconciling the world. But there's a par- powerful parallel to that, that we can continue to incarnate the love of Christ, uh, of, of God in our lives. Um, I had heard. Um, and I called my friend, Rabbi Judy Schindler, this week to ask her to confirm this, that there was a Jewish prayer that every time a child was born, the parents prayed that maybe their child would be the Messiah. Now, Judy said, I don't know of a specific prayer to, to that regard, but there is the idea that in any particular generation, the Messiah might come. And since that's the case, that child would have to come from someone. And so there is a kind of pregnant hope, a kind of pregnant expectation in every child that's born that perhaps this child might be the Messiah. It seems to me that that's different from the way Christians approach the birth of our children and that we ought to adopt a little more of that. That if God was in Christ and we are in Christ, then we too might be an incarnation of God to someone and that we ought to adopt a little bit of that hope. Um, the, the poem by Lawrence Ferlinghetti, Christ Climbed Down, is long. There are six or eight stanzas. You might look it up on the internet sometime and read it. We want to sing for you the last stanza, um, which is a bit odd, but it, seemed, it sounds a lot to me like the verse we just sang from the Christmas carol. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray, cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. Be born in us today. And here's how Lawrence Ferlinghetti says it. Christ climbed down from his bare tree this year and softly stole away into some anonymous Mary's womb again, where in the darkest night of everybody's anonymous soul, he awaits again an unimaginable, and impossibly immaculate reconception the very craziest of second comings we call this the craziest second coming
2: again, ways to Unimaginable, impossibly. Come always to come
1: May that be your Christmas story this year. Amen.